Hey guys, this is Renee Paquette from Throwing Down with Renee and Misha. On this podcast, we are talking to Busted Open's own Dave LaGreca. Quite the shit stirrer that man is. Plus, we dive into Misha's fight camp preparations as she gets ready to take on Ketlin Vieira on Saturday, November 20th. Misha Tate has already completed the first step towards reclaiming the UFC bantamweight title. Misha Tate makes the return, a triumphant one. She stops Maury and Renault. With another matchup rapidly approaching, it's time to check in with Misha to see how her fight preparation is going for the next stop on her comeback trail on Throwing Down Fight Camp. Throwing down fight camp, baby. The days are ticking on down. I feel like you need like a fight camp advent calendar, uh, j- but it would be like protein <laughs> behind each little box. I know, um, right? This is At so this exciting. I can't believe that. Did, did it feel like it flew by for you? Because it feels like it flew by for me, but I did none of the hard work. Um, At this point, it, can't, it feels like it came really fast but then you know I had that hiccup with COVID and had to delay so I'm just I'm ready let's just put it that way I'm so ready I feel like it came in perfect timing oh I've just I'm I feel like a a jet that's just like I'm coming in for the landing you know like I'm ready ready. to go I'm so Uh, ready what does this week look like for you um we're Monday just a couple days away how did Uh the days kind of wind down as you lead into Saturday so essentially we started a hypersaturation on Sunday, which means like I'm c- taking in lots more water, just kind of looking to flush the system. Um, I'm not doing a big weight cut. I know that's Is a that thing. why you a just peed in about 15 seconds? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's just running right through me. <laughs> like I am chugging yeah. the water and, uh, yeah, the, the, you know, lots of potty breaks. So, um, good things that these are mm-hmm. not longer than 15 minute segments. Otherwise I might be peeing my pants. But, um, no, I, I'm not going to be doing a big weight cut. I think Ketlin will, though. She's kind of notorious for having, like, a pretty hard weight cut. She's a pretty big woman for the division. She's missed weight before. Um, I've been there. I've just learned a better way. So I feel for her. She's probably in a calorie deficit. She's probably destroying her metabolism right now. She's um, suffering. You know, she's going to be getting on a plane and flying in tomorrow from wherever she trains at in Brazil. How close, like know, at actually. this point, but, when you're when you're like six days away from your fight, how close are you to weight right now? I'm pretty close. I stay pretty close. I will not have a big cut. I just don't believe in that anymore. I used to. I mean, probably my biggest cut, like, and when we talk about cuts, just, just so the fans understand, I'm not talking about the dieting portion over the camp. I'm talking about strictly the water deprivation. That's only vanity weight. You just deplete yourself of fluids for a temporary amount of time to, so that the scale reads a certain number. And then as soon as you hydrate, you blow back up to the weight that you started your dehydration process from. Um, I do not do a big weight cut. I don't lose a lot of water. Um, I like to stay close. I like to stay strong. I like to stay fast. I don't like to be depleted. But some, you know, it's old school mentality that you got to be, you know, bigger is better. And it's not, you know, better is better. And that's, that's really where I'm at. So what are some of the things that you start to think about in the days leading up to your fight? Uh, is there like mantras that you kind of repeat to yourself? Or is there like a game plan that you kind of keep coming back to? What's like rattling around in your head? Um, no, I'm just, we keep the mood light. I'm really feeling like I'm in a great place. I'm, I'm just so excited for this fight. I think a lot about Thanksgiving right now. 
can I, can you guys just not judge me for that for sure? Because uh, I think about what I want to eat. I start making, <laughs> yeah, I start making lists of food, like what I want to have afterwards, what kind of cupcakes, like what do I want? Where do I want to go eat? Um, and, and, and possibly, you know, traveling, uh, thinking about traveling a little bit, you know, vacationing. I might, might want to go out to Nashville with the, with Johnny, um, maybe in December, just kind of get away for a little bit. So I just, I kind of start thinking about the things that keep me lighthearted, right? What do I want to do after the fight? What do I want to do? Um, how do I want to celebrate? Who do I want to spend time with? And, um, because I don't believe in spending an absorbent amount of time thinking about the fight. There's place and time for that. I do my visualization. I do think about the fight. I visualize Mm -hmm. it, but I don't like to obsess about it. I think it's draining to sit there and think about the fight all the time. I know I'm prepared. I'm going to keep my confidence riding high. I'm doubling down on that. And the rest is just all shits and giggles. Hell yeah. Well, we're all so excited to see this. It's all going down this Saturday from the Apex. Misha Tate taking on Ketlin Vieira. Hey, everyone. Lindsay Rhodes here. And with the NFL season underway, I am thrilled to announce that my podcast, the NFL Roadshow, will be dropping three times a week. On Mondays, we're going to recap the most interesting stories to come out of the NFL weekend. Wednesdays are going to be for a bit of a deeper discussion. And on Fridays, we're going to bring you the best of my SiriusXM fantasy show with the great Michael Fabiano, Fantasy Dirt. So please, subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, included with most subscriptions. Guys, we are here and throwing down with Renee and Misha, joined by our first guest on the show here today. He is the creator and the host of Busted Open here on Fight Nation, the one, the only, Dave LaGreca. Hi. This is so weird being like a guest on Fight Nation, but this, well, thank you guys hey, for Hey, get used me. to it, Tut. Yeah. Welcome thank to my that. world. It's good to do it all. That's yeah. how you know do when you're getting all. important. Uh, what, what was that, Misha? What that's, about how you know, that's how you know when you're getting important. Uh, uh, getting important. I'm very important. important. I know that I'm important right now. I'm important. <laughs> But that, I chose no, but that she, word on, on purpose. You're getting, you're getting uh, there. Oh, okay. Whatever. I enjoy this shit talk that's <laughs> happening. It's our, it happened before we were Whatever. on the air, but LaGreca kind of specializes in stirring the pot. Um, you have some kind of a beef that has been going on for some time with Thunder Rosa. Uh, she showed up in your house. She was taking yes. pictures with your wife. She was in your yep. bed. She's petting in your dog. Bed. She's eating yep. your food. Yep. Uh, and last I saw, she shoved a chocolate cake in your face, which you were allergic to. How'd that yes. go down? I could have died. Like, you you may not have been talking to me right now because an allergic reaction like that. I mean, she has no self She has no consideration for anybody. She's human trash, filth, scum of the earth. And it all ends Saturday, November 20th in uh, Cornhole, Texas, whatever the hell the name of the town in Texas is. <laughs> Conroe, Cornhole, I don't know what the hell the name of it is. Who Someplace. cares? So long as the flight's first class and yeah. gets you there, right? East Bumblefuck, Texas, whatever it is. <laughs> it's going to be the end of Thunder Rosa on Saturday. Why do you have such a problem with Thunder Rosa? Anytime I've met her, she's been uh, an exemplary human being. First class Here, citizen. Renee, let me tell you the story, okay? okay. Misha... You know, you probably don't know the story, so I'll tell it to you now. Well, I would also just like to quickly, before you get going, I just want Misha to know that you've also been spending time talking shit about her. So I would like her to tee off on you at the end of this at some point as well. What are you talking? Oh, why, you you, why, why are you trying to make beef with Misha and I? <laughs> I'm not. We're just I'm just, I'm just for the first I, time. I'm here. just catching Misha up to speed. I don't I want her to walk and into this blind. And, and evidently, me eating my protein, chia seed, pre-fight, fight week food was offensive to you yes. when, on the break for some meeting. So I'm just going to lean into it. And 
I do have a cheese. Go, go ahead, eat, eat, eat your food. That's fine. You know, I, I just feel bad for Renee. Her back is just had a child yet. Her shoulders and back are bothering her for carrying you every Monday for a couple hours on this show. <laughs> it's ridiculous. But um, you know what? I I am just trying to make the woman stronger. You know what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Damn well, you're right. doing a, Well, you know what? You're doing a damn good job about it. So she's <laughs> definitely getting stronger having to carry you around. But no, no disrespect. You're a great fighter. You know, you're doing an amazing job. There well, you thank you. Okay. Tell us why okay, you hate Thunder Rosa. What's your okay. problem with Thunder Rosa? All right. Let me tell you something. I discovered Thunder Rosa, okay? I saw mm. her in front of Madison Square Garden with a sign, I will wrestle for food. I felt bad for her, and I took her to the Sirius XM Studios, the palatial Sirius XM Studios. I got her some airtime. I interviewed her on our show because I felt mm-hmm. bad. Next thing you know, she's signing with the NWA. Billy Corgan heard her on the show, signs her up. Then she starts her own wrestling organization. They couldn't buy fans, okay? They're trying to give away tickets for this Mission Pro. Nobody wants to watch Mission Pro Wrestling. Well, they I come, you. I mean, it's, they've got to be in the slums. I, I, get, I come on their show sellout. First sellout in Mission Pro Wrestling history. Wow. So, 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 and then she made a promise. She made a promise that she was, then she gets signed with AEW. She makes a promise that she's going to wear a Dave LaGreca shirt either on an NWA show or an AEW show. Never did. All right? So what Why, I she's want... always wearing that LaGreca sucks eggs shirt. What happened Yeah, exactly. One? But not, but how about the LaGreca shirt, the official LaGreca shirt? You get at ProWrestlingTees or Podswag.com slash Busted Open. <laughs> no, she chose to mock me. So I went to her neck of the woods in May. I went to Buda, Texas. Okay, I flew out there on my own dime. I went out there because I wanted her to apologize to me and thank me apologized to me for not wearing the shirt and thanked me for making her career and for selling out Mission Pro Wrestling. And instead of saying just four simple words, she chooses to assault me. Misha, I'm not like you. I'm not a fighter. I'm not a pro wrestler. I'm just a talk show host. She chopped me. She drop kicked me. She embarrassed me in front of the nations, hundreds and hundreds of nation members. So... I got Laney Luck. Laney Luck is going to face Thunder Rose on Saturday. She's going to do my dirty work. And I make this promise to you two. When Thunder Rosa loses to Laney Luck, she's going to have to get LaGreca head. That's right, a LaGreca head tattooed on her body. If Laney Luck loses, which is not going to happen, I am going to get a Thunder Rosa tattoo right here on my ass. On my I ass, I'm going to get. It's not going to happen, though, because Laney Luck is winning on Saturday. There you go. There's the you, story. You are going to be branded with Thunder Rosa's face on your butt cheeks. That's your, amazing. How does your wife feel about that? Listen, Renee, you're a very intelligent <laughs> woman. You, you're excellent at your job. But now you're lying to your audience because that's not what's going to happen on Saturday. I'm just Misha, saying I've seen Misha Thunder Rosa tear Misha, the house couldn't be more rude. Couldn't be more rude. Misha Eden during this interview completely <laughs> not listening to me or anything that I have to say. And then you wonder why we got issues. No. <laughs> Listen, I, my wife is going to be there. My wife is going to be there on Saturday to witness Was she? This. Is she going to hold your hand while you have a tattoo plastered no, on your ass? I'm not going to get woman? No, Misha. See, I am not going to get a tattoo on my ass because Lainey Luck is going to beat Thunder Rosa. And Thunder Rosa is going to get a tattoo of me on her body. Has, Why she, do you, has she agreed to this? Well, the Thunder Rosa? Yeah, she yeah. agreed. She okay. agreed. Okay. My wife, she doesn't, my wife doesn't have to agree on anything. Okay. I, I, I'm the one that's saying that this is what's going to happen. Don't worry about that. Why do you think that Lainey Luck is going to be the lady to get the job done? 
You're you're cornering her. Well, you're, I, you're putting a lot of investment into Laney Luck at this point. I mean, your body is physically on the line at this point. Yes. Well, listen, I made the challenge. I asked for some wrestler to step up and be in my corner, and Laney Luck was the one to do it. I scouted her afterwards. She's she's already faced Thunder Rosa before, so she knows her. She knows her tendencies. I have all my faith in Laney Luck. She's up and coming. She's going to be the big face of Mission Pro Wrestling moving forward. So Laney Luck is the one that's going to be able to beat Thunder Rosa. For me, she's doing it for me. She's not doing it for herself. She's doing okay. it for me. Okay. That's nice. It's nice to have friends like that that'll go to battle for you like that. That's incredible. Listen, everybody needs a friend, right? You need a friend. You need yeah, somebody to battle. I agree. I Mark, agree. I Mark agree. Henry's going to be there. Hall of Famer Mark Henry will be there on Saturday. Gabby Is he going to give someone there. the world's My strongest slam? He's not doing anything. He's just going to be there to support. No physicality his friend, for Dave Mark. Okay, well that's nice. That's nice. Um, Dave, we were just talking Survivor Series uh, before you hopped on here. Uh, what is your take on the possibility of Survivor Series not being considered one of the major four pay-per-views for WWE anymore? It's, it's difficult, seriously, because let's just take this year's Survivor Series for an example. The Raw team are all wrestlers that just a few weeks ago were on SmackDown. They got drafted to, yeah. to Monday Night Raw. So I'm really supposed to buy into this whole Which brand it's always been it's thing. been like that for I feel like it's been like that for so long. They do the draft in like September and then by the time November rolls around, yeah. they're doing brand like, you know, for brand supremacy, it doesn't make any sense. They gotta move those dates around in order for it to actually mean something. The only thing that I'm really looking forward to, I mean, if Big E and Roman Reigns should be special. That should be fun. And, of course, Becky yeah. Lynch and Charlotte. I mean, that's a match. But as far as the Survivor Series, the five-on-five, five, I'm honestly not interested. Meh. They need to put some kind of stipulation where it's like the, the one who gets the pin, the final pin, gets to be a number one contender, something like that. Because this brand supremacy thing just doesn't click for me. Well, Misha had the idea. She didn't either. realize what Survivor Series was, and she thought that, that the winner or the loser would have to go on the show, Survivor. Should we add that <laughs> well, in as a stipulation? <laughs> you know what, Misha? Why not? Why not? That sounds like a good time. I like the way you're thinking. Here. I agree. I appreciate that you didn't talk any more shit because I was hoping that you had learned your lesson. After Thunder Rose, you know, I was just going to say of, of all the ladies that you've had talked shit to, I, I definitely have to be the most the most uh, dangerous. So watch. Your oh, step for sure. No in. doubt. Watch your step. Watch <laughs> well, your mouth. Misha, back I, it up. But Misha, I, I have no beef with you. Now, maybe I talk shit behind your back. I tend to do that with a lot of people, <laughs> not just you. Uh, but no, now that we've met for the first time, I, I, I think we could be, we, we could, as the WWE likes to say, we could coexist, you and I. I don't think that's yeah, a problem you, at all. Yeah. yeah. But you don't respect, you don't let, let's face it. Let's put your interviews and, you know. Let's, let's put the cards on the table. You don't like pro wrestling. You don't like it. You don't respect it. You have a problem with it. You have an it. issue with it. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. Yeah, I'm not. I'm. I'm not into it. it it's not my thing. It's not my jam. I, I. It's hard for me to wrap my mind around it because I'm a real fighter and I, I fight people for real, and I just have trouble. Uh, you know, ha seeing the appeal. It, it. I see right through it, and I kind of just. I don't. I don't know. It's. It doesn't do it for me. 
I, listen, everybody Dave, if can, we were to take uh, Misha to a pro wrestling event, what do you think we should take her to 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 get her hooked? That's a great question, Renee. How about, you know what I think would be perfect for Misha just for the physicality? What about New Japan? You know, we'll take a oh, we'll okay. let Misha pay. Misha makes the big bucks. She's going to make big money on this next fight. She flies us out yeah. to Japan. We go to the Tokyo great. Dome for a wrestle and we go watch New Japan together. What do you think? Why would that be appealing to me as opposed to any other one? I think the strong, I think the style, um, wins and losses really do matter. The championship really matters. The vibe of it, I, 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 it's extremely credible. I actually think you will. Listen, I don't care if you like it or not. I'm just trying to do you a favor so you could do a better show with Renee on Mondays. Listen, she's doing her homework. She respects and loves MMA. The least you could do as her partner here on this show is do the same thing with pro wrestling, Misha. I'm trying to help you here. Not I just you. don't. You know what, though? But it's just not me to not be genuine. I think she genuinely likes MMA. She genuinely likes pro wrestling. I don't like pro wrestling. So why do I have to disingenuinely get into it? I think, but I think, listen, you should respect what they do. I don't think you respect what oh, they I do. Oh, I do. No, I, re- I respect them as athletes. Don't get it twisted. I understand. And, and I've learned some things new that make me respect what they do. I just don't care for the, I don't know. I don't care to follow it. It's too dramatic for me. I'm like, I'm, I don't need all the drama. Just let's get to the real thing. And uh, I guess that doesn't exist in pro wrestling. You need a little drama. Misha, you need a little drama in your life. I'll we help all need you a little that. drama. I'll we all need a little that. drama. Hey, Dave, while I've got you here, full gear, where did that rank for you uh, amongst the pay-per-views that we've seen this year? I loved it. I was there. Uh, I was out in uh, Minnesota for that show. A great crowd. Oh, uh, that's nice. Uh, I loved MJF and Darby Allen. Eddie Kingston and CM Punk was fantastic. Brian Danielson and Miro. And I love that Hangman Page had his moment. There was legit like yeah. five or six matches that were main event matches on that show. That might have been. And here's the thing: like All Out stood out because you had Brian Danielson come, and and you yeah. had Adam Cole show up. But from wall to wall wrestling, from start to finish, that might have been the best pay per view that AEW has done so far. It was a lot of fun to watch. It's funny; I actually thought the same thing because when Brian came out. Uh, with his match against Miro, I was like, oh, they were like middle of the card. I was kind of wondering like how it was all going to play out in terms. I mean, obviously, I, you know, you know, the championship match is going to be the main event. But yeah, a lot of contenders for matches that could have been uh, in that main event spot. No lack of talent and depth there for them. And yeah, Hangman Page, just that that long term storytelling that they are doing there is uh, it's it's a lot of fun to watch. And I think as you know, the alternative, I think those payoffs really mean a lot to the fans who are able to watch that. Uh, Misha, you have something that you wanted to chime in? Yeah, I, I so I think about MMA. I'm like, what makes a good pay per view? Well, you know, storyline and lead up a little bit, but but good fights. They, that's what makes a good pay-per-view. And in pro wrestling, what determines a good pay-per-view? Why was that a good pay-per-view? Well, I think you, you need moments. In pro wrestling, moments mean a lot. And you had the Hangman Page winning the championship as a great moment. And then you just said it, Misha, and it's so true. Storytelling. Uh, the story going into Eddie Kingston and CM Punk, the story going in with MJF and Darby Allen were great. And then they were able to capitalize on that by telling a great story in the ring on Saturday night. Um, listen, the UFC MMA, that world is all about like the, the spirit of the fight and what happens in the octagon when it comes to pro wrestling, 
that's the cherry on top. It's everything else. It's it's like this whole big story. You need a match. You need a great match at the end of the day to be the exclamation point. But there's so much that goes in. This is why Misha. This is the perfect talk, talk shit about this Fiera. God, just talk a lot of trash. I love just the talk, shit yeah, talking. Talk, I love it. Shit talker. You know, and that's just going to get everybody. And then you'll put the exclamation point by beating the shit out of her in the octagon. So you're this telling me I'm going to take a little bit of pro wrestling into yes. my MMA yes. life and my MMA yeah. career. Yes. It works. It works. It definitely works. You know what? It does work because I could not stand Ronda Rousey. And we had a lot of, uh, you know, not so that was pro wrestling. You and yeah. Ronda were pro wrestling. That's why you people know? loved it. Yeah, people did. People people dug it. But it was but it was not uh pre it wasn't fabricated. It was it's real. Like it's still, you know. Well that's like what I said to you about the Becky gonna... That's the thing, same thing I said about the Becky and Charlotte situation right, where there right, right. is that truth there that makes you like you really want to sink your teeth in that to really see what's gonna happen because you're like, wait. What happened? Who said what about who? Right. That's the good shit. And Misha, That's like when it comes shit. to pro wrestling, is that there's sometimes reality does sneak in there. And then those special moments are like, well, is this real or is this not like there are right. moments like that when it comes to pro wrestling where it kind of blurs the lines. And that's special. So I love when I get yeah. got with that stuff. I love oh. getting got when I'm in it and you're like right beside it and you're like, Wait, do people do get know? into pro wrestling in their thirties though? Can we just be honest? Yeah. Like, like, yeah. like, is that even a real thing? Cause I feel like that's not a thing. I feel like either you grow up with it or you're just not into it. Like how in my thirties do I just get into pro wrestling? I don't even know where to start. Like, I feel like the storylines are lost on me. Like, I don't know what all this means. Like, I don't know who all these people are. Like, how do I just pick up in the middle of, of it and just be like, Oh cool. I like pro wrestling. Cause when I watch a match, when I go to an event, I struggle because I'm like, I, this is not like, this is not realistic. That's not a real hold. That's not a real well, arm bar. That's not a real choke. Like, that's not, like, I, that's I not think how it's you should finding, do it. Like, I think it's finding one person that, you, like, I know you, you have, like, a bit of a relationship with Sasha Banks. You guys have crossed paths Becky along Lynch. the line. I am a fan and of Becky both of Lynch. So I think for you to be able to just have an attachment to one of them and then, you know, you just start watching and pick up where they are and you can watch your storylines. The good thing with wrestling is that they kind of lead you by the nose a little bit. You can, get, you can pick up real quick. They give you all the information that you could possibly need before each match. To give you packages, all that stuff to look at. Yeah. What do you what do you say, right Dave? There. I think you can. I really and I think Renee's advice is a good one. Find one wrestler that you really like and just follow him. Follow the story and you know, give it give it just a little time. Don't sit there and watch three hours on a Monday. Give it just Oof, a small window of space and then and then yeah. go from there. Okay. All yeah. right, all right. Well, I have three I could follow. I got the Sasha Banks, um, I got the man, got Becky Lynch. And Roman Reigns because he's hot. Is that fair? <laughs> there you go. That's a great. Okay. That's a great place to start. Okay. Yeah, I agree. All right, Dave. Best of luck to you this weekend. I'm really looking forward to seeing this Thank new you. tattoo that you're going to get. I I'm think not it's getting look the tattoo. Great. Rosa is getting the tattoo. Okay. Well, I'm really looking forward to your new tattoo. Throwing Down with Renee and Misha is part of the SiriusXM Podcast Network. The show is produced by Michael Russo and Kelly Murphy. Sound designed by Nari Balin. Andy King is the director of sports podcasting for SiriusXM. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Marissa Rivas.
Sirius XM Podcasts.